Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel with the University of Illinois Extension Service, and I serve DuPage, Kane, and Kendall counties and many other areas in the state as necessary via email and phone calls. Uh, this week I'd like to talk about some, some recent things that, that have happened. While the rain may have been uh, most welcome in a lot of areas, with the rain came a lot of lightning and thunder and uh, copious amounts of rain which uh, left our landscapes uh, sometimes in, in a damaged state. Uh, the, the winds that we had along with the rain certainly uh, broke out canopy branches and trees um, and uh, damaged uh, shrubs and evergreens as well. So if you've, got, if you've got some of that damage around in your landscape, it's critical that it be dealt with properly. If you have smaller broken branches in the canopy of trees, pruning those back to uh, a growing point about a third of the size of the branch that was broken or to at least another growing point like a bud, that would be the way to do that. If those branches uh, were larger than that and are going to require substantial pruning, i.e. maybe chainsaw work, it's important that we do that very carefully. If you're going to do it yourself, taking off gr a great amount of the weight before you try to remove the branch right at the trunk if that's where the if that's where the damage was and when you do make that final cut at the trunk you certainly want to make the cut as small as possible so you want to start at the top of the crotch there and prune down and out at a slight angle so that you make the minimal size wound as possible uh, trees uh, heal at about a half an inch a year so when you're done you'll kind of know how long it's going to take for that wound to heal over we don't use any sort of uh, treatments at this point any longer, uh, so the wound uh, remains open, and so you'll see that good clean cut uh, when you're done. Sometimes when those bigger branches come out of the canopies of our shade trees, they land on other desirable plants in our yard, sometimes crushing or breaking down uh, branches or in the canopies of our flowering shrubs or uh, uh, crab apples, etc. And there, the best thing to do right now is do a little bit of renewal pruning uh, because it's really not the right time to do a lot of restructuring work. Um, so do some renewal pruning, again, cutting down to a growing point or another branch of a similar size or the third of the size of the one that's going to remove for right be removed for right now. Then come fall after they've gone dormant or very early spring next year, you can consider doing either renewal pruning which is uh, taking out that damaged branch altogether down low in the crown of the shrub, if that's what it is, and generating new growth from the ground line up, or do some canopy thinning if it's something like an ornamental tree, like a crab apple or, or pear. Uh, so this is some of the things that really have to be done this time of year uh, when we have these kinds of storms. Uh, damaged limbs left in the tree are just a source of uh, disease infection later on, so you want to do that kind of cleanup uh, correctly. The other part about this rainstorm that we had that I want to uh, spend some time on is that uh, you know, when we have dry weather, we have limited weed growth, limited weed seed germination, but either we've watered and or with all this rain about three to five days later, you may see what was nice bare black ground in the past, uh, back, black dirt rather in the past. Um, uh, now this light carpet of green out there and that's all those germinating weed seeds that have been laying there just waiting for the right environment. Weed seeds are very easy to deal with uh, as they germinate. Uh, the little root radical is very frail, fragile. 
and just disturbing the soil with something as simple as a four-tine digger without really working the ground at all is enough to dislodge that little seedling uh, and control it that way. Uh, you'll know you've been successful in just a day or two because it will just lay there, wither, and, and die very easily. It's a little more difficult if we're talking about uh, uh, existing perennial weeds that are in, in the beds. They've maybe been slow to grow because we've had the drier weather, but now that we've had that moisture, they're really going to take off. So it's a lot more difficult to get dandelions or, or grasses or tall fescues or foxtails out of um, the inside center of, say, daylilies or, or pansies or or uh, peonies, things like that. But it's something that, uh, with a little bit of effort, really does um, go a long way in keeping your flower beds uh, look very nice. Um, and why we've been talking about um, weeds in the garden, I should also say that uh, uh, we will have a kind of a resurgence now of growth of the weeds in our lawns as well. They enjoyed the water just like the grass did. So where that little weed was not, not quite so obvious in, in the past month, it may show up very quickly then. So we, we have weed seeds germinating in the lawn uh, especially, say, dandelions this time of year. Right now, they're getting to be pretty obvious. Uh, if you had uh, crabgrass germinating and growing since uh, the warmer, wetter weather we had earlier in the earlier in the spring, those those kinds of plants this has really taken off. They're readily visual because they're a much broader leaf than that of, say, our typical common bluegrasses. And in the morning, because they have uh, can have a hair on the upper surface, they have a tendency to hold the dew. Also, by the way, they go by the name of water grass for that reason. In the morning, when the bluegrass looks normal and dry, the crabgrass will have uh, droplets of moisture on the surface. So again, another name for that is uh, water grass. In that case, if you can get after the quack grass, before it radiates out very far. It again has a singular root that if you can pluck it right in the center and pull it out, it comes out very easy. If you let it grow any size and the, and the leaf blades start to radiate out with their runners, each of those runners can knit down as well. And at that point then, it uh, starts to be very difficult to get, to get crabgrass out of the lawn. If you can get that crabgrass early, um, then the bluegrass readily fills in that spot and you won't have any issues. If you wait till later in the summer and then try to get it out of there, oftentimes the crabgrass has, has um, uh, shaded and, and caused the grass right where the crabgrass is going to be browned out and, and dead. That takes a little longer for that to come back. So those are some of the things that are going, in, going on in the yard. Look for storm damage. Some of it might be obvious. Some of it might not brown out up in the canopy for a few more day, days if it's only been uh, slightly bent or cracked or shattered. But it will still need to be taken care of uh, once that damage does does show up. So this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. It's always a pleasure talking to and talking with WDCB listeners. I'll be back again next week.